0: God of the universe, maker of the stars, who am I that you would know my name?
1: Hello again, everyone. Yeah, that's a good way to start it off. Hello again, everyone. Uh, Welcome back (laughs) to another episode of Life on Purpose, where we all say the perfect thing the first time and never have any... Never. uh, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> mishaps or anything like that yes so you're just looking at four uh perfectly eloquent guys yakking um, yakking away yeah you know, we're happy to have you yep. um we're happy to have ryan back um brand new brand new background he's got hope you, you all go. enjoy that yes
0: um, but yeah here we go um hey uh, daniel before you get started though one yeah. thing you know you know i'm kind of following numbers and stuff like that a little bit you know because i don't think anything's by coincidence So Mm -hmm. last week, uh, we did episode number 47, which was the, in 1947, was the declaration for the the state of Israel. Today is Mm -hmm. number 48, which was 1948 is the year that Israel was established. Actually, the modern day Israel, because it was established about 3,500 years ago, I think it was. So (laughs) just, just, you know, random kind of things that that I think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) that's good well, you know,
1: I figured I would just uh, jump in head first here. okay. Um, you know so we we spent some time last week talking about why why you know the younger generation should care about Israel, why we should be investing in Israel, you know in uh, both in our in our time and our care and just our our uh, just be mentally invested and all that kind of stuff, spiritually invested. Um, so we're going to be on the same topic, of course, because what's happening in Israel right now is just insane and mm-hmm. it would be insane to not talk about it. Um, but I want to share a story that happened. Uh, I guess this was last week sometime, um, to my family. Okay. So we just watched the Israel update with, uh, dad and Hanok. Um, the first one from the 11th, I believe, something like that. And I remember you dad saying at one one point on a different program, just how you had never seen him like that. And that is, that is the truth. I've never seen him like that. Um, understandably so, but obviously I was, I was watching it and just absolutely torn to shreds. Um, as I have been just since this whole thing started, um, so I got off the phone and I was very convicted about a couple different things. And, uh, I called my wife immediately and just kind of told her what was on my heart. And it was at the same time that another basically things were heating up on the Northern border. So things just starting to happen a little more. And so we hung up and she, she started praying with, with the kids. Um, you know, we got four, four little kids all under seven. So she just had them all kneel down with her and they started praying Facing east, just fervently for Jerusalem, for the peace of Israel. Um, and toward the end, Reuben, my oldest, uh, he he really, he's really he, he's wonderful.
0: Yeah.
1: He's very intelligent, incredibly intelligent. But he he gets this really really serious look sometimes, and where you can just tell there's something really deep happening inside of him, and he. He he puts his hand on my wife Catesby and he says, "Mommy, I need to say something. I want to go over there and fight because I would rather die there than die here." Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this is a six-year-old. Mm-hmm. We haven't said anything really regarding like battles and 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 us like fighting or anything like that. This was purely from his spirit. And at the same time, uh, my my daughter Irene, she looks at Kate's B and says, "You know, mommy, I feel God in my tummy. Do you feel him?" Mm-hmm. Um, and so, just a really beautiful moment. Um, but it just got me thinking about we hear these stories from from the Holocaust, and and specifically is what I'm thinking of of just times where children, specifically, were just really really brave. You know, they would say, "Mommy, look away!" You know, right before they were executed. And just to get a little glimpse of of the Spirit of God moving in a child like that. And th- there's one more thing I want to share, and then I'll kick it over to you guys. So this was kind of, you know, just stuff that's been on my mind, on my thoughts, and my heart. And before Shabbat, a couple days ago, I was going over to, to, to Dad's house to for a meeting and was going to do a little bit of worship. And we have obviously talked about worship extensively on this show. <laughs> And it's very close to all of our hearts, but something happened to me. Something was on my heart that I've never experienced before, before going into that particular time of worship, where in the past, uh, you know, I always pray that God would flow through me, that I would be a good vessel for him to do whatever he wants to do. Um, but obviously we want to see him move. We want to see him do things and to set people free and to, to, to heal people and to both physically and emotionally and spiritually. But I found myself just saying, God, I don't care about me at all. And I know that no one in that room cares about themselves either L- flow through us and just let us be an addition to the prayers that are being offered to you right now. It was just such a, I- I've never felt that like, like, so overwhelmingly like I did not care about what happened in our room that day Um, you know there's still people in that room that need the power of God in their lives but in that moment it just didn't matter I knew that I all I wanted was for our praise to go up and change the atmosphere in Israel that's all I wanted and so I've just been thinking a lot about that the past couple days uh, just being a part of something bigger and these moments to Get our eyes off of ourselves again. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know, with that, Daniel, I was uh, I reiterated uh, this past Shabbat with you there, uh, all four of us were there at Revive this past year, uh, 2023, and it was a time. One of the services was a time that there were rockets going off, and I have this uh, crazy app on my phone called Red Alert. So every single time a rocket goes out of Gaza or from the northern border, I get an alarm that goes off and it can be quite annoying. And I was, one day I was gonna tr- turn it off and I thought, wait a minute, Israel can't turn it off. And all it is for me is an annoying alarm for them is life and death. So you guys remember we were there and uh, the the rocket, I just had the phone on and it kept going on, off and mm-hmm. going off and on, going off and we began a worship set that day and not a single rocket went off during our worship set mm-hmm. in fact there was one rocket toward right at the end i think right after that one rocket went off and then the 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 ceasefire of the rockets was there so you know daniel you're you're talking about th- looking at a li- looking at life and understanding that life is bigger than you And you can be involved in something bigger than you if you desire to be. So David, Ryan, either one of you?
2: I like how you're linking it back to worship. And I think that the word that comes up a lot of times too is that whole idea of worship that same concept where we got to look at it through the same lens it does change like you're saying uh daniel as you said you were walking the building went, you know i have absolutely do not care in the slightest what's about to happen in that room all i want is to just it can we affect in some way somehow that's it that's all that matters in the same way we've talked about worship extensively about that now applying it to Like a lot of times we just get so wrapped up in that spiritual concept and being in which it's great. It's wonderful. Now it's gotta, it's gotta change. Now, now there's a moment where things, it matters. We saw it revive. We've seen it now in multiple, multiple places where people are gathering together, they're praying and they're seeking God on this and not just not seeking for themselves, but just, no, they're just praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Right? Like that, like you said, I was watching the same things. It was, if you guys haven't seen, I've never seen Hanoke talk like that ever in my life. Listening yeah. to you when you're t- interviewing him, it gives you a whole different perspective when you hear him talking about what's really happening on the ground. Because I've gotten to a point where I don't even want to listen to the yeah. media and all, I just don't even care. I'm like, okay, I'd rather just listen to when you have a little thing with Hanoke because then I at least know hands on what's actually happening from a ground level, someone that actually lives there. And all the people volunteering and people that are helping. And then just like you said with your little boys, that that how what they were feeling, (laughs) they they were Mm -hmm. already feeling that drawing. This is happening everywhere. And I think that I hope that more and more communities realize that they can work with this and they can understand that this is something that's happening and not to just hide it away, but to say, hey, yes, yes, this is a good thing to be feeling. This is now how do we how do we act? And how do we do something? Because it's not about us. It's about what he's doing. So how do we get rid of all this? And I think that's where in reality, we're worshiping because we talked about that for weeks. And now we're talking about Israel. If you think about it, there's a worship aspect to that whole idea. And that's what you're really just talking about. And it's like, that's so cool. So it's a different thing, but it's so much better when we're just when we actually now indexing ourselves in this thing saying yep put a stamp on me put a stamp on me put yep I'm ready to do this let's go so that's really cool
0: if anybody would like to uh, catch up on some of those and and the ones that are coming out in the future other teachings I do then go to YouTube easiest way Mm -hmm. go to YouTube channel uh, joined to Hashem that's H-A-S-H-E-M and subscribe to that channel and so you'll get Mm -hmm. notification Mm -hmm. on everything Uh, sorry Ryan go ahead
3: oh no I was just going to say you know I have long Uh, held the term in mind, uh, weaponized worship, Mm -hmm. Uh, this idea that we can reach a place in the spiritual realm through music uh, and through worship where uh, there are spiritual forces taking up their swords, if you will, against that of the enemy. I love that thought behind that. Like you said, I've experienced that not to this scale, you know, regarding um, the death and destruction in Israel, but at other times where I've I've walked into a room to lead worship and thought, you know, it doesn't matter what you do to me or for anyone else here. I just want you to be in that situation. Uh, So I understand that completely where you're coming Mm -hmm. from, Daniel. I think that's a beautiful Mm -hmm. thing. Um, Unlike the three of you guys, I have not had the honor or, or the opportunity to physically to Israel uh, and as you put so eloquently Mike uh, connect with the land and reconnect with the peace of me that's there
1: yeah.
3: um, that being said mm. I think it goes without saying that I have a, a deep love for the land and its people because it mm-hmm. is the place that the father established mm-hmm. um, and I think that and I and I've witnessed several posts uh, on social media and otherwise um, speaking against Israel or uh, stating things like you know well they're getting what they deserve or or this kind of thing Um, I don't see how any believer can say that uh, even from a point of chain of command Mm -hmm. Uh, the scripture says exactly it's a human but not only that the scripture says the scepter shall not depart from Judah until Shiloh comes now we can Debate some theology on that. But that being said, we know where Judah is, and they are in the land. They are our brothers, um, and they are loved. It says God watches over Israel continuously, He never slumbers nor sleeps. So I think it is uh, very, choose my words carefully here. very wrong to speak some of the things that i have seen regarding um, israel i think we should be Mm -hmm. praying with them and for them and worshiping with them and for them uh, versus trying to start uh, any sort of division regarding such horrible horrible atrocities Um, the kind of violence and anger and hatred that they're facing is just unprecedented i think since probably the time of the nazis
0: it's actually worse in in many ways i mean you know we won't go into the the details but uh you know when you can when you can uh take a head off of a baby yes um interesting enough and i'm i'm teaching on this tomorrow actually uh because this week's torah portion as uh, many people know, the, the the year is split up. the The first five books are split up into six sections, and so this week's Torah portion is uh, starting in Genesis chapter six, and it says as, in, or it's talking about the days of Noah, and it says uh, in violence, the the whole world was filled <laughs> with violence, and that word in Hebrew is actually Hamas. So, yes. yeah, um, maybe something there. Wow. You know, you're, you're talking about weaponized worship. I, I love that. I, I love that. I think the concept is something because, as Daniel was was coming out with this thing, it's it, it brings us out of ourselves. It makes us see that we're part of something bigger. You know, he, he's, mm-hmm. he's uh, th- this thing of worship. But how, how about how about this? This is a new one, guys. Okay, uh, somebody remind me I said it. How about mm-hmm. weaponized obedience? Hmm. Mm. I'll take that. Okay. How about obedience to the place that it becomes a weapon of, mm. of faith? And I want to give uh, two stories. I'll, Daniel, I'll turn it over to you after that or any of you, but I got to brag on some people right now. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, was, I was out of the gate with a, with a message uh, last Sunday regarding Israel before this, you know, before anybody really knew what they were doing with it. Uh, I was out of the gate on that. I started to ask for donations that we could send to Israel. Uh, I've spent my day trying to figure out how to, I mean, I cannot give details, folks, but uh, it is is a lot of money. Mm -hmm. For a, a, a small ministry like ours, it is a lot of money. And interesting enough, we're sending it at just the right time. That we're we're fi- we're working with some people that have some matching funds, and uh, some of the some of our donations are being doubled and some tripled. <laughs> just happen to be the right time. Um, so I got I got to brag on two different ones, and one of them is uh, three young ladies that I know. They're part of our congregation. Uh, last week, their mom called and said, and they. You know, they, they, they have part-time jobs and kind of stuff, but you know, uh, nothing nothing on a full-time basis. Uh, two of them are kind of younger than the, the, to have that. But their mom called and said, could I come by? And uh, I said, sure. Um, they, she came with the three girls and they hand me an envelope, envelope of money. And um, I hung on to that. So when I was able to send their funds as part of this, that money was tripled. I won't give the number on that one, but the one I want to talk about is we have uh, a family um, they're related to, but two young guys, James and Judd. Um, I I tried to tell this story at Life Assembly the other day, and I had to turn it over to their dad because I couldn't get through it. I'm going to try to now. James and Judd are, Daniel, 10 and 8. Is that right? Either 10 and 8 or 9 and 7, one of
1: the two. Okay, one of the
0: two. They um I, I got a call last week, text message, carry pigeon something, that they had listened to that Israel update by me and Hanok, And two days later they came to their mom and dad and said, um, we we've been saving money, you know, that we've been saving money for an Xbox, and we've decided that we want to take that money and give to Israel. Now this is 10 eight, nine, seven, something like that. Her mom and dad said, are you sure? And they said, yeah, we've been talking about it privately between ourselves for two days. Hmm. So I uh, I emailed a friend of mine in Israel and told him just so that he could know the story. And his, his words were, I told a few people and they all said, well, tell the boys, thank you so much, but you know, just go ahead and get the Xbox. It'll be okay. And I said, I don't think you, I, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do it, <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. I know these two boys. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, at Life Assembly this past weekend, I told the story. And I told the story about how the friend of mine in Israel said, you know, it's, it's, you, know you, you guys just keep it. And they smiled. I, I saw a smile. And at the end of the service, one of them came up and handed me an envelope with $150 in it. <laughs> That money was part of the funds that had triple today. There is a, uh, I can't give a lot of details, but I can tell you that there is an IDF soldier, at least one, maybe more. I don't know how much this stuff costs. That is on the Gaza line, will be on the Gaza line with a bulletproof vest because of those two little boys. I am... I, I just sit back in amazement at what is happening with people. And as you said, Ryan, the other side that I, I I try to just put out of my head is how many people haven't, haven't done anything. I don't understand that. So Daniel, before I get myself in trouble, take it, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think, <clears throat> I think one of the things that we've already unintentionally said is that, and it's been said on multiple programs already, I know, but the line is getting more defined. Yeah, And the people that are on one side of it are more defined and the people on, that are on the other side are more defined. And it is absolutely abhorrent and disgusting to look at the people on that side of the line, the wrong side of the line, who are just blathering the dumbest, just stuff out of their mouths and just you know some of its ignorance I believe some people are a little closer to the line and it's just ignorance but some people are just outright stupidity just absolute idiotic conjecture stuff but as awful as that is it's equally amazing to see that this group over here on this side of the line can make exponentially more effect and influence than this side can with all their numbers. Because over here, we're on God's side. He's not on our side. We are on Hmm. his side. And so he is able to take everything that we have and just make it explode and multiply and go exactly where it needs to go and do exactly what it needs to do. And it's so amazing to see all of the people that have just absolutely stood and their words, their rhetoric, everything they say is just like, you know, where it should be, you know, condemning wrong and standing with the right. Yeah. And so, you know, a, a, as bad as it is over here, it's also, I don't know that, that, that defining of the lines it's, you know, there's so many emotions stirring these days. There's anger, there's despair, there's like just absolute grief and sadness, but there's also and excitement yeah. mm-hmm. as we see that line being drawn and as we see those people being more clearly defined and what they stand for and who they are and just to just to be just to be part of of what's going on, to be able to do anything, to be able to pray, to be able to intercede and to give to Israel. It just again it makes you part of that something bigger and it's such an amazing thing to be a part of. It's such an amazing thing to to feel. You know, I walk around and I'm just like. There's moments where I just break and I'm just crying because of these places that I've stood and these people that I've 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 met and connected with. But it's such a blessing to feel, mm. and whatever feelings come along, it's a blessing to feel it, because not everyone does, not everyone can.
2: Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm ready to jump in here if you got some Ryan. I'm ready. Go. Okay, Go uh, this uh, I've there's a thought hit me when you were talking about that story Mike because I heard that as I um story is powerful because I've not in this situation I've heard it in others and I think that that's something that is so amazing uh for especially for parents wow if your children are motivated to do that that's something to work with and go that's wonderful like that's just so cool because yeah again now let's look at what the reaction was when you were telling people over in the land that Well, this is what these two very young boys are wanting to do and they're like oh please like don't 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 do that why because they're so used to having to do everything on their own because they're so used to not having support from anyone they're so used to not having the support of other nations that say hey we're for you oh well we have no idea what to do about this this is complicated we have no idea and they just step back and just and they're like well we're just got to do this on our own they're so not used to that that then, when they hear those kind of stories, it's like, oh, it's, there's, I, th- I think there's just no reaction, and that's where I see the hope in this rising generation coming. This there's this hope mm-hmm. happening because if this mm-hmm. is happening not just in little areas, but this is happening a lot more common now. It seems like it's not just your congregation; it's other congregations that are saying the same thing their young people are saying, well, I'm ready to do something about this. I'm ready to do something. Like you said, your boys, like I'm ready to fight. Let's go. (laughs) Even though I can barely hold a weapon, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do something. But that, that draw to do something, they're ready to do something. They're sick of just not just being here. And they haven't experienced the world to really know. I think that our young people are driving us to jealousy of saying, Hey, they're it, they don't understand the, the what we can possibly understand the politics and all stuff, but they don't care it doesn't matter it's just supporting it's it's not about the theology of it it's not about the who's right and who's wrong it doesn't matter we're just looking at the people saying what do you need what can you get help for and i think the more that we do that there that's restoration that's actual restoration happening between is that No matter who's no, it doesn't matter. But the government doesn't matter. It just says, "What do you need? How can we help?" Period. That's it. Not well. Yeah, I wish you would just be the real Jews over there so that we can help you out. Like, what? What is this? That's crazy talk. Stop. 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 There's no point.
0: Post it to me, by the way.
2: Yeah, don't please (laughs) don't send it to any one of us. We're just it's just not even worth talking about. We're we're just tired of it. I've seen it, and thankfully a lot more – a lot of – it's not just a few people. It's a lot of people's rejecting that kind of talk right now, which is what's needed, and it's wonderful to see that. In my circle that I'm around, I'm seeing a lot of people rejecting all that stuff, which is great. Um, And if you see it – again, if you're listening, if you you hear people, just – don't let them – just let them talk by themselves. It's just let them talk by themselves and just do something. Just – or post a link to help. <laughs> I think there was a plenty of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that the, I was just listening to yours, uh, Mike, about uh, how you got something going on. Oh, yeah. uh, Mike, you got something going on. There's people that have things going on. Yeah. So just post that in their yeah. in their yeah. comment. Just just post there. Just post that. It's like, hey, help them out. <laughs> <There you laughs> help people yeah. out. Just come. post a link to help. That's yeah. what I would do. Just do that. Just Just ignore these people.
3: Yes. I, you know, uh, among that, among other uh, statements that I've heard, you know, the, you know, oh, I wish we could help the real Jews or whatever. The other one that I've heard is, uh, you know, oh, the, look at this senseless violence. Senseless violence. And uh, years ago, I was, I was recommended to read a book. Uh, it's called On Killing by Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. Yeah. And I yeah. found the quote in there, and it says, The thing to understand here is that gang violence and gang or cult killings in times of peace or war are not senseless violence. They are instead powerful acts of group bonding and criminal enabling that quite often have a hidden purpose of promoting the wealth, power, or vanity of a specific leader or cause at the expense of the innocent. I think that about sums that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: The thing that there is no such thing as violence, Hamas, violence in the world is, uh, you know, is it, is crazy. Uh, we have good, we have evil. And uh, I taught last week that, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, what is evil, but by the way, what is evil? Well, you got to define what is light uh, or what mm-hmm. is darkness? You know, darkness is not a, is not a substance per se. Darkness is the, is the uh is is the lack of light yes um cold is the lack of heat evil is the lack of god Mm -hmm. and so you you think about we just talked about the the scriptures of in the beginning um one of the things that the almighty had to create was a place he could not be and what do we see in this evil is a place that he isn't. And you know how do you combat that? You bring him into the picture. It's like turning on a light switch. The darkness can't go, oh no, I'm not gonna, you know, no, it's, it, it, has to, it has to, it's no longer there. And so when you see a Facebook post, I don't argue with idiots. Um, I don't have enough time to argue with idiots. And if anybody is saying to me that the Jews in, in the Middle East are, are not the Jews, you're an idiot. Um, you know, go figure out how to be, how to not be an idiot anymore. Uh, the truth is that I have a scripture. Yeah, Daniel, uh, I have a scripture yeah, right I'm here.
3: Uh, real, real quick, Mark, uh, uh, Mike, Mark Twain said, uh, never argue with a stupid person. They will drag you down to their level and beat you with experience.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got that right.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's
1: right.
0: <laughs> let, let, me, let me hold this. This is my Bible, okay? I've had this scripture for, for over 25 years right now. There's not a single verse in here that was given to me by an American, a European, a New Zealander, an Australian, a Japanese, not to say anything bad about any of those people. There's not a single verse that was given. These were all Hebrews. And if it wasn't for the Jews in the Middle East today in a land called Israel, this book would have been wiped out just over 2,000 years ago at the time of Antiochus Epiphanes, it was kept. And the only reason you and I have a book that we can read about our redemption is because of our Jewish brothers and sisters. Is there any other reason that I have to give or to stand with them? Okay. Because mark my words, what is happening in Israel will one day come here will one day come to our doorsteps. And if we are not willing to stand with our brothers and sisters in Israel right now in prayer, in giving, in standing up against idiots, if we're not willing to stand with them today, what's the possibility that when it comes to your doorstep and cry out to the Almighty, he may not stand with you then? Hmm.
1: That's right I um and I think this is this is hitting on a good point that is important to talk about in that you know Israel will win, yeah, whether it's a short term, a medium term, or a long term or an eternal term. Hmm. Israel will win. and so to look at the to look at the short term. And we'll just assume for right now that all of this ends and give give us some time and we can kind of go back to uh, some semblance where we can still travel there and, and you know, be on the land, you know, all that kind of stuff before, you know, whatever happens, you know, anybody that tells you they know exactly what the, the tribulation or anything like that looks like, they're lying to you. They have no idea. It, we really don't know. We have guesses. That's about it. Um they may not be intentionally lying to you but you know subsequently so but this raises an important point of what what do we do on the other side of this and Mm -hmm. because right now the most important thing is essentially to shut up and do what you can to help you know that's kind of what we've been saying for a little while here is shut up and do what you can to help you know toward them you know obviously be praying toward god um but dad you read a scripture with um earlier and i want to read that one because it touches on where i want to go here um isaiah 11 12 and 13 um he and he the the root of jesse or yeshua in this sense he will hoist a banner for the goyim or the gentiles assemble the dispersed of israel and gather gather the scattered of judah from the four corners of the earth if jealousy will cease those who harass Judah will be cut off. Ephraim will stop envying Judah, and Judah will stop provoking Ephraim." And so it's it's very easy in times of peace to start bickering about stupid things. We've all done it to some extent. I have disagreements with the religion and the, uh, the function or the the walk of Judaism, none of that matters right now. It yeah. it does not at all. Whatsoever, I would not die on that hill. Period. You know, there's nothing about my disagreements with them or how they walk that would prevent me from standing with them and dying next to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but it's those it's those peaceful times that create this this tension and these these silly things. And I think, you know, because my wife and I talk about this pretty much every day right now. Uh, just everything going on. Um, if we would all learn, sorry, let me back up one, one, one minute. There's really two kind of important groups in scripture, and we'll break them down into just saying the Jews, because they've been through the whole thing. You know, they they were their own group for much of the scripture, and people who believe in Messiah, Uh, We'll just call them believers or Christians for now. Those are the two like really important kind of group people for the family of God. And the fact that enemies all over the world for so much of time have come against those two groups of people, people who believe in Yeshua and the Jewish people should, should back up what I'm saying. And so what needs to happen is Christians, believers in Yeshua and Jews need to come together, we need to mesh, because we are a part of the same family, the part, the same people of God that will dwell together in the end, and we don't need to figure out exactly how we're going to get there, and what, what, Daddy, you were touching on this, and this is why I'm kind of going here, that if, if belief in Yeshua would look at Jewish people and simply look at that fact that they are the ones who have preserved the line of Yeshua, And the word of god and say for that alone i respect you enough to walk with you and on the same side you know as far as like you know i think and i know a lot of jewish people that are um i I know that you know when you hear judeo-christian values you know there is a side of Judaism that acknowledges that christians have done more than the jewish people to spread the biblical values throughout the world like they, are, the Christians are more of the ones who have kind of embarked on the Great Commission kind of thing. And so just as we move forward from here, as we get on the other side of this, it's going to be important to even more so to acknowledge these things that we've both come from our backgrounds of, of biblical history and all these things and just come together and, you know, just start talking to each other, start loving each other better and and hasten the day, hasten the day. Mm-hmm.
2: I remember when uh, I first heard, because this is some of the topics you're talking about, Daniels, but uh, I first heard it from from Hanok, who we're talking about with the Israel update. And please go watch that seriously on YouTube. It's worth watching so you can get a different perspective than what you're just hearing on the media. Um, he said something once, I thought that was so great. Just like the Jewish person comes up and just says, hey, so you ready to be a Jew? And then the Christian guy looks at him and goes, are you ready to accept Jesus? And then they say, well that's not going to work. And they just walk away from each other. And it's like, are we going to keep doing this for another, like we've been mm. doing this for thousands of years. Are we going to just keep doing that? Or w- when are we going to have mutual respect? Cause he used to do tours and just talking about mutual respect. And that's what you're tapping on too that mutual respect. Just w- when can we find that ability to do that? And I think you got a good point here. Okay. If we're finding it right now to just support, when Israel beats this thing and and wins this thing, however long it's going to take, because I know they're going to win, how do we carry that on? How do we keep them moving? On? If, okay, I'm going to put down my, I'm not going to be so angry or I'm not going to be so like venomous towards it. I Actually, just want to hear you all out. What 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 do you got going on? And go to Israel. <laughs> like right now, it's hard, and I I'm I'm hoping and praying. I know Mike, I, you you're in a process of. Hearing about what your uh tour is gonna be doing. I know you that's still up in the air. Um, and I know there's probably other places out there and they're they just got their people back, or they just got back to the states that they were over there and they just got back and it was a it was a mess. Um yeah, so what are you gonna do after this? Because they're gonna win. That's that's a fact. They're gonna win. What are you gonna do after that? That's a lot to think about.
1: And after they do win, it's going to be harder from a a political standpoint and from a uh, reputation standpoint to stand with them. On the other side of this, most likely it is going to be harder for your reputation to stand with them.
2: Mm. You got a point. What are you going to do then? Mm.
3: I find it somewhat humorous that we have a, you know, a book, a prophetic book that tells us the outcome (laughs) <laughs> if we will but read it you know uh, and so then you have to ask yourself it's more than being on the ra- the right side of history uh, it's being on the right side of scripture mm-hmm. because it's unfolding it, prophecy is unfolding before you what side of it do you wish to partake in that of foolishness or that of the eternal things you know
0: mm-hmm yeah i mean yeah there's things people can do today um everybody can give okay it it just anybody can give something uh we asked for donations for meals for soldiers the other day the meals were seven dollars a piece and you're well they don't feed the people yeah you ever had an mre yeah yeah no i don't want those okay um so we, we were able to give hot meals we had one person that was only able to 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 uh, to buy two meals. Well that doesn't make much difference. It did to those two soldiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I saw a group Absolutely. of guys the other day and, and I mentioned something and all of a sudden some of them started pulling money out of their wallet and throwing it at me. They they don't know you know they don't know much about me, but they knew there was something. Everybody can mm-hmm. do something out there. Mm-hmm. Everybody can go online and make a promise to yourself right now that as long as this thing continues on, that you're no longer gonna post a a photo of your meal.
1: Mm.
0: (laughs) Okay, you know, take a break from stupid cat tricks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Post things online. People are on information overload right now, okay? There's stuff coming from everywhere. Don't put your stupidity in the mix, to where it, it it causes somebody to not be able to see what was what they should have seen, because you know you're you're you wanting to post a, a picture of your or your taco dinner. I, I don't know if anybody had tacos. You know if they if they did, I'm not. I didn't see that post. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, but but before you hit the send button on something, ask yourself a question. If you were stand if you were one of the people that is on the Gaza Strip, ready to go into a battle with an M sixteen strapped over your shoulder, is that what you would want to see before you went into that battle? If it's mm. not, then then delete it. There's another time for that kind of crazy and well, I could debate that. But uh, <laughs> uh, you know, stop, take a look. You know, what am I doing? What am I involved in right now? Am, mm-hmm. I, am I spending time in prayer? Uh, do I have my phone set, you know, nine o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon, nine o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. three o'clock in the afternoon, stop and say the Shema and a prayer for Israel. Everybody can do that. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't, that doesn't cost anything, but yeah. it, it's just mm-hmm. about, we need to become involved because we need to see ourselves as part of a greater picture. And as, mm-hmm. as you were just saying, you know, are are, are, you, are you going to be one of the people that's written about, in in you know, in the extension of of Hebrews eleven, mm-hmm. or will, yeah. will you know, will, will somebody say you know did you make the book? <laughs> I didn't even make the appendix, you know, because you didn't do anything, you didn't see yourself as as worthy of being involved. I don't know what what the, what the thing is, but we need to we need to do whatever we can, and then. On the mm-hmm. other hand, don't expect that you have to do more than you can do. Uh, I was talking to someone mm-hmm. recently, and they're like, oh, I wish I could do more. I wish I could do more. Okay, well, if you can do more, then do more. Mm-hmm. But if if you come to the end of everything you can do, the Father doesn't, doesn't ask you to do more than he calls you to do. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm.
1: If, he, if he calls you to give if he calls you to give everything in your wallet and you give everything minus a couple bills in your wallet, then you're being disobedient. If you give everything that's in your wallet and then you go get some stuff from your, your stash, that is, that's an additional love offering and it will be blessed 100%. He will see that if it is with a cheerful heart, he will see that and he will bless it. But to obey taking out what's in your wallet was the command and obeying that mm-hmm. is, is enough
0: is what you're saying. Right. Yeah. And you know, I was also, go ahead. Yeah. And, and let me just put in here and I'll turn it back to you guys of in this day, make sure to get counsel on where you're giving. Mm-hmm. Okay. There there's, there's scams. There's, there's a, my least favorite commercial uh, at night is a, uh, is a commercial that uh, plays on your emotions, don't give to that place. If it's an emotional, if, if, if somebody's pulling at your emotions to give, put it back in your wallet, put it back in your pocket. Okay, if you need advice on how and where to give, um, I'd be glad to help you. And I don't take anything out of that. I There's nothing that comes to me there. Um, If you need help in giving to Israel, I'll be more than happy to help you in that endeavor. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and something I was also talking to uh, my wife about yesterday was just regarding all this um, from a financial aspect, but also from just a um, kind of a behavioral aspect. I think everyone's kind of familiar with the concept of of investing for your retirement. So the concept is essentially you are, it's delayed gratification. Mm -hmm. It's, it's saying to yourself, there's going to come a day when I am less than I am now physically not able to do everything I am. And so I'm going to plan for that day. I'm going to delay the gratification for today. What I could do today, knowing that this is going to, benefit my life later and when I will need it in that time. And essentially our our spiritual walk is that exact way. We are we are temporal bodies with eternal spirits that will live eternally with Messiah in eternity. And this is just like the this is the young phase where we should really be investing whether that be financially or emotionally or spiritually or behaviorally, whatever it is for our eternal future, because that's where we're built for. That's what we're called to. That's Mm -hmm. that's that's the end goal. All of this is kind of just, it's the path to get there. This is not the end. Praise God. This is not all that there is praise God. And so to, to not shift something. And that, I think that is what I would boil it down to is before the war and right now, make sure that something in your life has shifted. Whether it is a financial thing, whether it is something that you're not doing anymore. Maybe it's a pleasurable thing that you decided not to do until all this is over. Maybe it's you're you're just cutting this out of your life. You're not going to say anything about this or post these things. Make sure that there has been some kind of shift behaviorally. And that is the kind of thing that is essentially delaying the gratification of what you would want to do now acknowledging that you are aligning yourself and investing in eternity
0: great counsel
2: yes
3: yes well said
2: thank you I have to say i think there's not not a lot you can say after that because that's something that's really <laughs> yeah, uh I, was kind of <laughs> I mean that's really where it's at yeah. um i think that i just want to say like that you can always give because a currency can always transfer and you can that's that's immediate impact because uh, over the there that's something that can immediately happen but find out there might be opportunities i think that i've heard that there's some people that can go over right that's a very limited people right that can make it over to israel or something that effect. the
0: only ones that can go right now david are doctors okay uh very specific uh like with my tour um I, I'm about like 99.9% right now. I'm, I'm actually working on dates to to uh, postpone it but um, I'm making the decision this week but this is okay. decisions already made I can't go okay they won't let me go uh, gotcha. if you're if a person a doctor but you know you're not going to get on a plane and just go to Israel exactly. and go hey I'm here to help you know no it, it, it's not happening
2: right so yeah very limited people can go there are some people i know that i think that window has now closed because i think most people that were over there and having to come back because we had a few people that we knew personally Mm -hmm. that were over there and i think most of them have returned Mm -hmm. it could Mm -hmm. have been helping getting them back out for again for peace for their own family and just to continue to support them because again that's a very complicated situation and they there's a lot of things that had to move and make right so that people could get out so that's pretty impressive wherever you can find a way to do that currency is a, is amazing prayers is amazing those two are like those are almost the standards There might be opportunities where you might have within your group that there's somebody that's doing something or a group of people that is going over there that can go over that you can support going over there. There's something there's got to be something that you that you have within your immediate. So to say that, well, I I I wish that there was something there is you can reach us at Life on Purpose and ask Mike how if there's any other opportunities, like he said, with the one with the restaurant and seven dollar meals. There's, there could be other opportunities coming up in the future. Again, we don't know how long this is going to last or putting body armor on a soldier. I mean, come on, there's things out there. If you just, Mm -hmm. all you have to do is ask and then see the blessing, invest in that, invest mm -hmm. that you can see the, not just, you know, that you were a part of it. You know, that I indexed myself into that whole thing. I said, yes, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm counted. If If there were credits, if they, if someone could compile the credits, God has the credits. That is before him of all the people that said, I'm a pray for that. And I'm going to be donating to that. Cause I'm going to, I want to put, I want to put some skin in the game for this. That's right. He's got the credits for it all.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and just cause I know the, the question would probably be asked, um, you know, why do we have to buy bulletproof vest for them? Don't they supply them? I, I watched this interview with an IDF guy on the ground and he was saying, listen, most of us reservists, we went into battle in our running shoes. Yeah. Israel was not prepared for this. We didn't have the equipment we needed and Israel doesn't have the means to just pump stuff like this out. And so they have to buy it from other places. And that's kind of how that works. Mm. And 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 something I said on, on my, on my Facebook today, just real quick. um, As far as you're you're talking about the media, my, my post on Facebook was basically said, if you don't know someone personally on the ground, then be that much more careful about where you are getting your information and what you're believing and, and even what you're giving to, um, you, we, you know, dad specifically and, uh, knows lots of people on the ground and he has a lot of ways to corroborate information and see what the best, best uses for these things are. And the thing is most people, don't know people on the ground and so they're going to be giving to the bigger organizations so i would say you don't need to do that not because they're not good in doing their own thing but because most people are going to go there it's better i think to go to these smaller places where you know this person who's in this specific area that needs this specific thing um you know find those smaller places um and just try to find someone that is on the ground or at least someone who knows personally people on the ground so that they can give you more accurate information and to make sure that you're just, because you're only, you're just gonna get a, a better, bigger picture of the story at that
0: point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're talking about, uh, Ryan, I'll, I'll take give it to you here in just a second, we need to get some closing words. Um, you know, right now, I was on a call the other day, a Zoom call that uh, with some people that were way above my pay grade, um, interesting enough, There is a shortage of military equipment out on the market right now because of the war in Ukraine. And so cash is king in these places. And you're actually having to uh, deal not on the open market, but deal directly with the manufacturer, which means you have to have the funds in hand to be able to do that. but at the same time, the father is doing some amazing things. I'm on the call with uh, with a number of of people uh, the other day. I, I can't go into the specifics. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm, we're part of a project that. Uh, the good news is we don't need thirty million dollars. We only need twenty nine. Uh, you know, <laughs> and and Daniel knows the guys that are involved in this. Like whatever. So, uh, someone had called and said, Hey, we, can you help us with an airlift? And, and basically this guy said, what's an airlift? Um, so they're like, okay, well, what can we do? Well, there was hap- happened to be somebody on the call that said, Hey, I just got a call from a friend of mine that owns two, uh, two large aircraft that has landing clearance in Israel. And they're asking if there's anybody that has supplies that he can, that they can take. Wow. Yeah. It just, just happened. Just, that's just, awesome. yeah. yeah just, just so happened. just so happened. Yep. So, I mean, yep. these things are happening out there and, and you and I, uh, know, whether it's, you know, whether it's the, uh, the piggy bank and, you know, that's not even kosher any, anyway, I don't think, but uh, <laughs> whether it's your change fund or putting off a purchase or, or something, you know, or or talking to your neighbors and friends and just saying, hey, I, you know, I think I want to, I'm gonna, you know, you know, I'm involved with Israel and and um, you know, I'm gonna be sending a donation. Uh, anybody anybody want to 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 add to? It? You never know who's gonna, who might say, hey, you know, I just had an inheritance yesterday. I'm looking for places to give it. You never know until you open your mouth. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's don't be silent. It says, for Zion's sake, I will not be silent. Mm-hmm. Let's make that a, a, a mantra in our own lives. Ryan?
3: Uh, that's actually a perfect segue uh, into my closing thought. Uh, if you study, and I, you know, Dave had shown me this early on in my walk, um, if you study the prayers that the Jewish people are praying, they've been praying for us and for our return for thousands of years. Yeah. The least we can do is pray mm-hmm.
1: for them. Amen.
2: True. Yep. It's, it's true. True. <laughs>
1: I of that in my closing thought.
2: Yeah, I'd say, I think that's the least we can do for sure. I think there's a lot of work yeah. that we can do over here.
0: Well, guys, get our hands dirty. There you go. It happens to be uh, the night of the, uh, the the new moon was seen in Israel. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to set a calendar or anything like that. And if you don't know what the the, the whole thing about the new moon is, I'm not going to go into the teaching right now. There's it's, there's a message on my website, free download. But I'd like to, to, uh, to close this out tonight by praying together this blessing, um, these words that is the new moon blessing um, that has been prayed for uh, literally hundreds of years by our, our Jewish brothers and sisters. May it be your will, Hashem our Elohim, the Elohim of our forefathers, that you inaugurate this month upon us for goodness and blessing. May you give us long life, a life of peace, a life of goodness, a life of blessing a life of sustenance, a life of physical health, a life in which we have fear of heaven and fear of sin, a life in which there is no shame nor humiliation, a life of wealth and honor, a life in which we have love of Torah and fear of heaven, a life in which Hashem fulfills our heartfelt requests for good. He who performed miracles for our forefathers redeemed them from slavery to freedom. May He redeem us soon gather and are dispersed from the four corners of the earth, all Israel becoming one. May the Holy One, blessed be He, renew it upon us and upon all His people, the family of Israel, for goodness, for blessing, for joy, for gladness, for salvation, for consolation, for good sustenance, for support, for good life, for peace, for good tidings, for good news, for rains in their proper time, for complete recovery, and for early redemption.
2: early redemption
0: amen amen amen, amen. well gentlemen mm-hmm. anybody got a word to end to end, end on that's it we'll leave it at <laughs> that it. all right yeah. if anybody needs uh information on uh on Israel, you want to get the updates? Go to my YouTube mm-hmm. channel, joined to Hashem. That's also my uh, my website address.org and um, get involved. There's there's a line in the sand. Um, don't straddle it. You know, it's, if you if you if you try to stand straddle a fence too long, you're eventually going to fall, mm-hmm. and it's probably not going to hurt. It's probably not going to feel too good. So, this yeah. uh, this is not a day to be straddling fences. All right. Because who knows when you get on the right side, you might find that there is a uh, there's a creator out there that has plans for you. Mm -hmm. Plans for good, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope till next week, guys.